Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. Hey, good afternoon, and this is News for the Heart. And it is my third Monday, which means I have my lovely co-host, Jean Adrian, with me. And if you can, well, we've been doing shows for a long time now, but you want to know more about what Jean does, go to her website, jeanadrian.com. And welcome to the show, Jean. Well, thank you very much, and happy spring to you. Happy spring. <laughs> happy spring, and by the time people listen to this, the uh, the other eclipse will will be already happened. Um, but yeah, we've got we've got some interesting things. I don't know about you, but I have to say, and I know that I guess we have talked about it, but you know, almost everybody I know that first eclipse that we had on. Was it the ninth? And then we had the time change. It wiped everybody out. Like oh, it yeah. was really holy. Wow. <laughs> I I still I'm I think I'm back, but you know I still have moments. I'll do something and I'll feel like I got slammed again. And it's like whoa. It's been. I'm kind with of... you, sister. Um, oh, you know, I uh, yesterday. Uh, the only way I made it through everything I had to get do, done yesterday was to actually have my second latte mid-afternoon. Mm. And, you know, you know me well enough to know I don't drink caffeine after morning. Right. Uh, and, you know, I just had too much to do. Mm. And uh, the bed was calling. Right. And I was like, oh, man, I can't. Uh-uh. <laughs> so... <laughs> But it's true. I mean, it was kind of a, I mean, I didn't find, it's funny, I didn't find it, you know, difficult other than it just, I I don't know if it was because it was connected with the time change, but it just kept slamming me. I'm just, it was just exhausting. So it wasn't, you know, emotional one. It just exhausting. <laughs> Not for me either. It was, a, I think, a very powerful catalytic thing for me. Um, because, uh, it was in my sign, mm. number one in my first house. Um, and there were five planets in Pisces at the same time, like right there, a lot of them degree to degree for me all month, you know, so far this month. Um, and in fact, this gibbous moon is, you know, just plugged right into my chart, um, that we're in right now. Um, so I've done a lot of, I've had a lot of, um, aha moments, shall we say. Right. And a lot of the, um, the work that I've done has been in the dream state. Uh, you know, I've had some pretty profound dreams over the, the last couple of weeks, um, where I just was like, Ooh, okay, that's meaningful. Uh, you know, cause I journal my dreams mm-hmm. and, you know, um, and probably think about them obsessively. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I might be guilty of that one. Um, you know, and, and maybe sometimes a dream is just a dream, but more often than not, um, I find that there's gold in them bar hills when I go mining, uh, you know, so I do get, get some interesting information. Right. So there's been that. Yeah. Um, and 
so maybe part of the reason why I've been so tired has been at a subconscious level, me wanting to go back and get in that dream place again mm. and see what else I could find, <laughs> you know, and um, that's not necessarily a healthy thing to do because <laughs> we do well, have to live in the the real world. Yeah. At least part of the time. Yeah. yeah so there's that. But, there's that. Um, you know. What you know, you're Ms. Astrology Queen. So, um, what do you have that you can pull out of your hat to tell me and others about the eclipse that we've got coming up in two days? Right. So it's on the 23rd. So there's a couple things happening on the 23rd, which might make it even more intense. Um, what was supposed to make it lighter, and I think it probably did, was that on the 16th, Jupiter trined with Pluto, and that was a that was a like a um, it was to help us solve some problems and to work through. So that was supposed to not necessarily give us more energy, but certainly clear up some things. And it had most influences were around business, faith, and insight. So um, I don't know what people were thinking back last week, but other than the people maybe that were exhausted, but I, I think actually that kind of gave energy and then it kind of felt kind of weakened and then it was back to feeling exhausted again Mm -hmm. so on the 23rd which is our full moon um, it's a lunar eclipse and typically lunar eclipse are are more there's more to them so it's a full moon full moons seem to have packed us emotionally more Um, it affects the earth more the pulls to the tide so it's all about emotions because it's all about the water Um, so a lunar eclipse tends to be a little bit stronger than a solar eclipse which was our last one we just had you know equinox which is nice so we're kind of now into the middle ground of light and dark Um, but this full moon eclipse is in the sign of Libra and Libra is always about relationships so depending on where you know Libra is right now in your chart um, it it could have you know it could definitely look at things around relationships and balances and imbalances and flaws and bringing up all of that stuff so that you kind of see it so it's kind of saying it's like that final push towards taking care of matters forcing awareness of relationship imbalances flaws in the dramatic pressing ways so it can be you know a breakup it can be just you becoming really really clear um, but it magnifies pre-existing problems so to try and bring you back into balance so it that is kind of what this one's all about which may be what's been precipitating some stuff with Eugene well it's um, in my house of all relationships too okay well, there so. you go. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. There's that. The other thing that's happening on the 23rd is that Jupiter is square Saturn. And of course, you know, Saturn is the taskmaster, taskmaster and Jupiter is the expansive planet. So to have the expansive growth planet squaring off the more disciplined planet uh, it can it can you know make you look at restructuring different things, um, looking at laws, rules, limits, you know, demands of reality, all the things that you want to 
you know, shift. And especially with this being spring, now that we've moved into spring, it's, it's kind of like, okay, so look at what you want new, look at what's kind of stopping you from getting that because Jupiter's all about growth and Saturn's all about what's limiting your growth. So it's really about becoming clearer about that. And so those kind of happen on the exact same day. <laughs> mm. So it's, it's kind of, so my thinking is relationships are definitely on the block and, and everything that you want to grow. So just look at that and look at, you know, your expectations, what you need to adjust so that you're really ready to take that next step. So when Jupiter's not squaring Saturn, you're ready to move into the thing. Now, the other thing with Saturn is two days later, the 25th, which is probably when this show will be airing, um, it turns retrograde. And it turns retrograde every year. It's an outer planet. It doesn't affect us the same way as Mercury. But again, it's for the next, well, until August 13th, we're going to be looking at reviewing responsibilities, commitments, and just, you know, looking at all the things that are holding us back. So we're going to be looking at all the things that Saturn does and revisiting them so that we're prepared to move forward. It doesn't mean we can't make new changes during a retrograde because clearly Saturn's retrograde for a long time each year. Um, and it doesn't mean that we can't move forward. It's just it's it's going to be because it's the taskmaster, it's really going to be making us look at all the details in the next six months. So we're just going to be reviewing a lot of details, a lot of things that have been going on, and especially moving us forward. So getting ready, it, it just means that we need to look at all the things um, very clearly and be more disciplined and kind of reviewing the things where we want to move forward. Does that make sense? It does. You know, but to me, this this whole equinox um, energy um, it's just about getting a fresh start on life. I mean, just like, you know, the little daffodils are pushing up through the soil and showing their little golden heads now and, mm. and all that, you know, and it's like we have this chance every year, right. uh, for rebirth and, and punching the restart button and, and kind of all of that. And one of the things that I've, I've been pondering, and then of course, you know, when that happens, my clients will come to me and bring it to me on a silver platter to look at. <laughs> um, but, you know, I've been pondering, well, where in my life am I still showing up in last year's clothes? Mm. You know, um, got the chance to step out with, you know, a new Easter outfit. However, where am I pulling out old clothes that are maybe too large now? Right. Or you know, um, just don't fit anymore. Yeah, just don't fit anymore. And so I get a call this morning um, from a client. Um, and, and this woman has done innumerable sessions with me over the years. She's kind of been with me since the beginning when I started this a long time ago. Wow. And she's grown so much. And she's, um, yeah, she's just made huge progress. And so she calls me this morning, and it's almost like she's back to square one. Mm. She's just majorly in her cups about how just wanting to give up, you know, because nothing's changing, and you know, and uh, and as her coach, 
you know, I'm looking at it from a completely different perspective and I see a night and day difference right. in her. And she's in so much more of a better place and she's so strong now um, most of the time. Right. Not so much this morning, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so I began to think, you know, where am I doing that to myself? Because always when, um, you know, when somebody shows you something that, you know, punches your buttons, um, you know, it, it probably is relevant to your life as well, you know. And my, my first thought was to say, well, sweetie, it's time for you to put on your big girl panties and, you know, just step out of this place and go into that power place. And in fact, I told her to draw a circle, an imaginary circle in the middle of her room and to realize that that circle was her place of truth and her place of power and to just step into it, you know. Um, but as I'm telling her that, and, and she got that, she was like, oh, yeah, duh. I could have done this a moment ago, saved myself a long distance call. Right. <laughs> um, but as she was doing it, I realized, boy, this is an important message not only for me but probably for a lot of folks. Sure. And that's just it. Like we have to take that time and, you know, create those connections because we, you know, when we're feeling like that, you know, we're not grounded. We're not connected. We're kind of floating around. And we all have those moments of doubt and fear where fear kind of takes over. There's usually something that precipitates it. Like there's usually something that kind of triggers it on for us. Um, but you know, we all, we're all in the same place. Like we all have that same opportunity and that same message of, you know, what do you want to do differently? Like, you know, that definition of insanity, trying to have a different outcome when you do always doing the same things. But, you know, so it's, it's like we have these beautiful opportunities all the time and, you know, we signify them with you know, special events, but they don't really have to be with special events. It doesn't no. have to be the first of the year or the first day of spring, which is always, you know, significant in, um, in astrology, because that means we're now going into a new astrology cycle. Um, you know, it's, it's like we have all these beautiful opportunities. They're always given to us at any moment. And, and we just kind of get, like you said, we kind of get stuck in, you know, something that no longer fits with us, or, you know, we're still holding on to something because we're just not sure what's going to happen when we take that next step or, you know, do that next thing that we, that we want. And of course, we're all afraid of our power. I mean, we're really afraid of our power. We're, mm. you know, it's like, it's amazing how, yeah, that, that, that quote that Marianne Williamson always says, I mean, that is the, you know, especially for women, but I think it's for everybody, but I know that it's, you know, probably a little bit more intense for women because we've, you know, we've all been on the, <laughs> we've all been on the short end of that straw where we've all been either killed or, you know, something's happened in the past where, you know, we've regretted stepping into our power and probably, you know, many, many times that it's led to disaster. And it's, you know, finding that balance and, you know, not wanting to be 
you know, the masculine energy of that, because then it's, you know, a lot of ego and it's, you know, that power is really about force, not really about your authentic power. And it's, it's that confusion that we have where, you know, standing in our power means, you know, be authentic, being authentically ourselves. But because there's so much confusion around that, so much, um, misidentification and, and mis, you know, needing to be redefined what that means. I mean, we just, we just get caught. You know, and, and fear's the trap. Sure. And when we, um, when we allow fear to impact us in any area of our life, it doesn't really matter what area of your life it creeps in on. <laughs> what it does is it, uh, and, and people don't realize this, is that it puts everything in your life kind of on hold. So if you've got a fear around a relationship, then um, the odds are pretty good that your money stops flowing. Right. You know, um, or if you've got a fear around money, the odds are pretty good that your relationship will get stuck. You know, I mean, and, and or health or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if you just look at all the, the possibilities in your life, then you can see how important it is to um, chase those little boogers out the door, <laughs> you know, uh, because why would you want to, you know, let your life um, be anything other than what you consciously create in it? And, you know, and if you have fear in any of those holes, then you run the risk of derailing all the good work you're doing. Right. Yeah. Fears are, well, <laughs> fears are the big thing in our lives that we yeah. have to, uh, you know, grasp and understand whether we'll ever fully get rid of our fears. I mean, it has a lot to do with our ego, but it has a lot to do with the collective unconscious. And that's Mm -hmm. where it gets, you know, a little bit messier. And then certain things, and I think, I don't just think, I kind of know that the, you know, the major one is around finances. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, there's a reason about that. And, you know, the powers that be that want to control that. It's interesting because it it is probably one of the biggest areas in people's lives. And once that is, once you kind of have a different vibration, it's, it's interesting. I, there's this meditation that, uh, Emmanuel Dagger does and I, I adore it, but the first step, and it's really, it's called a four step to wealth. And, but the first step is probably the most empowering because, we, he talks about how, um, he talks about the energy of money and he talks about how we are kind of servants to the money. And he asks us instead to just really shift our focus entirely. And it's not just about love, but how can we serve money? Like, what can we do? What does money need from us to serve it? Because it's an energy like every other energy on the planet. And it, it completely changes the way you think about money. Mm. Because it's, it's, oh, wait, not how does money serve me, but how can I serve it? What does it need from me? You know, one of the things I find in, in, um, in that light is that 
once I started paying attention to money, mm-hmm. I started getting more of it. Mm. You know, I never really realized that money wanted attention just like I like attention. Right. And, you know, there were just a couple of small things that I did that, you know, maybe it's just coincidence, but I don't think so. Um, you know, I, I started some years ago and I made a little spreadsheet that it was for every day of the month. And, you know, but the last thing I do at night before I turn my computer off is um, I will put how much money I've received that day and just kind of give a little thanks for it. You know, and it, it, it doesn't really matter. Was it um, a client session that I was paid for or was it a refund for something that I bought on Amazon that I returned or was it um, a dollar bill that I saw on the sidewalk and picked up? It doesn't matter. All of it goes on that little spreadsheet and um, and I give thanks for it. Hmm. And... The first month that I did it, it was just like, okay, it was that. The second month, um, it had a significant uptick at the end of the month of how much money I'd received. And the month after that, oh, yeah, even more. Um, so, you know, so that was one thing. Just little things. I know this, people laugh at me because they say I'm OCD about this. But little things like paying attention to the money in my wallet. I always keep a $100 bill in my wallet. And it's just, to me, it's a symbol of affluence. And periodically I'll spend it and then put another one in there. And it doesn't count if it's five twenties, it has to be a Benjamin, um, you know, in my little OCD mind. Um, and then, uh, someone told me some years ago that, uh, that eight is the number of, of money and prosperity. So I went to the hardware store and I got one of those little numbers like you put on your mailbox. Mm -hmm. And I have the number eight in my wallet right there next to that $100 bill. And, um, And I also, you know, I pay attention to how the money is in my wallet. I make sure that it's always facing in the same direction with the smallest bills in the front and the largest bills in the back next to that eight. You know, just little things like that. And, and who knows? Does it make a difference? I don't know. But I think it does. Because I'm just, you know, loving that money, paying attention to it. Ser- I'm serving it. Those are little things that I do that, you know, serve the energy of money. Nice. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, obviously, gratitude is the big thing. But I mean, a lot of people think, you know, if you're spiritual, you shouldn't, you know, there's a whole bunch of we don't need to go into all of the different things that people think, but there is an energy around that, that, you know, sometimes people aren't aware and we, you know, you really need to just become more aware. Um, I think the topic of my next uh, blog, because of a very interesting experience that happened this weekend, but, you know, so many people believe that our experiences create our beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I want to change it from our experiences do not create our beliefs. Our beliefs Mm. create our experiences. And that's where we hold that story. That's where we, you know, keep energizing that story. And that's why we keep recreating that story. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, whatever it is that you, you know, that big thing is really part of your soul's purpose for you to 
to allow and shift and uh, move into a new vibration. And when it comes to money, you know, look at the ways that you can serve it through love, through gratitude, uh, through appreciation. Um, But whatever it is that's coming through to you, whatever shifts or changes, whatever energy that's kind of keeping you um, from really moving forward, this is the time astrologically and um, just because it's spring, this is a time that we can take this time to really just explore all the different things. So with that, why don't we go for our first break? We kind of went on long, so our next two next two or one will only be, you know, will be a little bit shorter. All right. You're listening to News for the Heart. I have Jean Adrian with me. If you want more information about Jean, go to her website, jeanadrian.com. Myself, Lori Houston, intuitivesoul.com, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lori Houston, and I have a great show on bmajor.org called News for the Heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications, as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts, over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, one 855 444 soul that's 1-855-444-7685 and i'd be honored to connect with you let's get to the heart of what matters do you want to become more empowered connected with your core guided by your heart and soul's purpose be more balanced and have more mindfulness are you searching for the answers wanting to understand your relationships better why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life, how your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business. I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or for more personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com. Or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's news for the heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart. And welcome back. This is News for the Heart. Today I have Jean Adrian with me. We've been talking about, um, I guess, the equinox and spring and the last eclipse that's, that has probably already happened for you guys. Um, the energy and how we can make a difference. We have this incredible support group. It's called the Heart-Centered Support Group that Jean and I offer every month. Um, We welcome you to join us. You know, it's really this lovely energy that we have, you know, come into a nice rhythm. I haven't done channeled reading or channeled meditations in quite a while, actually. You know, where I am, it 
does the space doesn't really allow for a lot of people to come. So I just haven't been doing it. And um, this has given me an opportunity to reconnect with the channeled messages that I used to do. And I honestly say I love doing them. Uh, Jean offers a channeled clearing, which is really powerful. And I have to say last week was, was, I mean, the last two weeks have been really powerful. Um, we did one on lack and then last week, you know, we kind of let it just kind of go with the flow and we ended up doing, I did this channeled meditation to help us, um, I don't know, to get kind of in our energy and really connect. And, and there was an exercise, um, you know, just bringing in your healing team so that you're ready to, you know, just take that next step. And, and then Jean, when she was doing her, her clearing, um, she gave us our purpose, at least I, as identified through the cards. And it was fascinating because, um, in my meditation, when I went to ask them, they told me to ask everybody to be shown something in the future. And I saw this book. And of course, we have a book coming out, uh, Realities of Creation. And that therefore, we also have a teleseminar coming out in April. Um, we're not sure what the dates are yet, but we will definitely get back to you as soon as we know. And um Anyway, I had, when I saw the book, I said, oh, is that our book? And I was told, no, it's your book. And I said, what's it going to be about? Like, I kind of had an idea and it was like, well, all that you've been going through, all of this, you know, this healing exercise, this healing thing that you need to write about it. You need to bring everybody in upon it. And I have to say it really re-empowered me to get on this healing thing that I've been kind of not as motivated lately to do. And it's created a huge shift. But then Jean did her channeled clearing. And my message that I was given from Jean was that, you know, I'm here to heal and heal myself and then heal, heal the world sort of thing or that's part of my purpose, not necessarily the whole world, but that healing is part of my purpose. And I, it was amazing because it, you know, it directly correlated and we were, you know, at the same exact same place when we did our class last night or last week. So I thought it was really cool. And I wanted to mention it just because, you know, this is kind of an opportunity for everybody to just get this extra little support. You know, when you're feeling like you want to give up or you're feeling like things aren't moving or you're, you know, this is what our support group's for. And it's really, I think, very beneficial. It's been very beneficial for me, for Jean, for the beautiful women that we've had in our group. And, you know, I really encourage if you want to, because it's really inexpensive, you know, it's only, um, if you sign up for the three months, it's only $44. Uh, a month, you get four classes, which means, you know, each class is only $11. And you get to, you know, participate and be part of what we're doing, which is, which is really great. So um, I do hope that you join us. I know that we have a live class or a live uh, show with uh, healthylife.net. And that will be the first Thursday, which is April 7th. Jean, you also have um, some workshops coming up. 
I do. I'm actually going to be teaching a couple of healing modality workshops in April. I'm going to be teaching them as webinars. One of them is Healing with the Seven Rays. It's uh, it's working with the Ascended Masters with color and frequency. It's one of the most powerful hands-on tools that I use. It's fast, but it's intense. And um, sometimes it can be actually life-changing for people who decide they want to start working with the Ascended Masters and doing that. And so that will be one Saturday in uh, in April. It's $144. In fact, each of these classes is $144. Uh, the other one is called Karuna Key. It's, uh, it's a form of Reiki. Karuna means compassionate Reiki, or compassionate. And um, so it's, it's the compassionate Reiki. But I got to tell you, I think it's probably the butt kick in Reiki because it's 12 symbols that you don't get in standard Reiki and really amps up the game in, in doing hands-on healing. And it does not require you to be um, attuned to Usui Reiki. You can do this without, you can, you can just be a Karuna Reiki person if you want to, or you can add these symbols to the, the Reiki symbols that you've gotten, um, from Usui or any other form of Reiki. Um, so uh, they're going to be on subsequent Saturdays. I would love to have you join me. You just go to my website, jeanadrian.com forward slash class. Or if you're on my website under the work with Jean, um, and then just go down to the class page. And they're right down there kind of near the bottom of the page. Cool. All right. Well, we thought what we would do is we would offer a little bit of the work that we do. And, um, I think since we are looking forward to having this new fresh start or working towards, you know, new beginnings, um, I'm going to do a channeled meditation. We'll see where it goes, but I'm sure it's going to be around, you know, sort of connecting. Now, what we're going to do here is not going to be as long as what we do in our class, just because, well, time would not permit it. <laughs> mm. And uh, it's just a taste, but it will allow you to, um, to, to embrace and to create some connections and clear up some energies. So with that being said, just take some nice deep breaths and just really slow, deep in through your heart. Expand into your diaphragm. And then as you breathe out, breathe out again through your heart. And just a nice, slow, deep breath in again through your heart. And back out again through your heart. Breathing in again through your heart. And out. And part of creating resonance with your heart, um, I want you to imagine your happiest moment and that could be you know while you were achieving something it could be with a pet a child um, a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend um, but just I want you to place that memory that happy memory I want you to breathe in it in again in through your heart and place it in your heart Just let your heart melt and expand and feel the happiness of that moment. 
within your heart is this beautiful spark of light. It is your divine spark. It is the same spark that's in the heart of source, the heart of divine. And it's the same spark that's in the heart of the planet. So we see time and space in a linear way. So I want you to take that beautiful spark and I want you to move it down through your core, down out through your feet or out through your root, down into the earth. And move it down into the core of the earth, or the heart of the planet, the womb of Gaia. And ask to connect it with the divine spark that's there, that is yours. I want you to feel the warmth and love of Gaia as she nurtures all of the planet, all beings, all animals, all trees, all energy, the water, the air, the earth. Just connect with some of that beautiful nurturing energy. Whenever we want to bring anything into the physical realm, we have to make sure it's grounded with Gaia. Whenever you're feeling out of sorts. Just imagine this grounding cord, this exercise. Everything happens first with Gaia. It happens first somewhere else, and we'll go there too. But without it grounding with Gaia, it can never manifest in the physical realm. So just feel that love and nurturing support. And place that memory, that happy memory that you have, place that in the heart of the earth. Allow your energy to flow back up and create a loop back into your heart. Just when you breathe down, it went the back of your core. When you breathe back up, it goes to the front of your core. Into that beautiful divine spark in your heart. I want you to imagine you're flying up into the sky, into the sun central sun into the heart of source this infinite stillness all light I want you to connect 
with your divine spark in the heart of source. If you can't find it, just ask for direction. One divine spark will be shining just a tad brighter. Just connect with that. Now there'll be lights all around your divine spark. Ask to feel the connection of your team. of those you knew were going to be part of your journey here, this time and space, this life. Ask to attract those that are here in the physical, that are to help and assist and support, and bring those lights towards you. The beings that love and support you. The beings that are to love and support you. The ones maybe you haven't met yet. The ones you're to share with. Just create this loving circle around you that's radiating love, support, joy. Bring that happiness, memory, And share that with everyone there. Share that energy. And I want you to take one. And I want you to bring it now back down. So bring one of the energies of lights. It's obviously not their entire light, but you're going to share one. So it's going to be either a guide or a family or a friend or, you know, somebody you may not have met. met. And bring that down into your heart and into that beautiful spark. And as you bring your consciousness and that light into that spark, this is your sacred space. This is where everything must be created first. The spark, the idea, the love for it. And this spark that came with you, this being that still exists obviously in both areas, but it exists for you to support you. Ask if it has a message for you today. Or are you just sharing your love today? Just opening up your hearts and just giving one another love.
ask if this being has anything to show you, anything to give you, anything to share with you. Now, due to time, thank this being for being there. You can return to this moment, and you can continue on with this conversation when you desire, whenever you desire. And when you're ready, just come back into your heart. Feel yourself grounding with the heart of the planet Connecting with the heart of Source and sharing that energy out through your heart, that gift, that memory, the love. And so be it. So it is. Shall we do a little uh, quick clearing? Mm on um, stepping into a fresh start? Absolutely. All right. So just take a moment, surrender to spirit, and ask for help in looking at what we need to look at today for our highest and best good so we can locate anything and everything that is causing us to pause before stepping out into a new start, a fresh start. So the source card on this, the red card, is past life. So... Something happened in a past life that is causing us to be afraid to step out um, and make a fresh start right now. And the two orange cards that I've pulled are the setup around this. And one of them says abuse of power. Um, So some of us were, some of us abused our power. um, and, And now we're afraid to take a chance of doing it again. Some of us had power abuse towards us. Those of us who had power abuse towards us felt powerless and felt like servants. Those of us who abused our power made other people feel powerless or like servants. So that's the setup around this. The soul reaction, well, first off, let's look and see what the belief that we came away from this lifetime with. was a belief in struggle. We have to work hard to get love. We have to struggle to get what we want, that kind of thing. Um, So uh, some of that struggle is what caused those of us who abused our power to feel the need to do that. But regardless, what this has done to our soul is it's closed our heart to possibilities. And so there's an aspect of our heart that is shut down. So let's pull three of the green cards and let's do clearings to see what we can do to shift this off. So let me just clean the energy off of these cards. And I'm going to pull three of them and we'll do what they say together. Because you know there's power in groups. So the first card says forgive all concerns. So just take a moment, close your eyes and go back to the lifetime where you dealt with abuse of power, servitude, powerlessness, and felt like Everything had to be a struggle. You had to struggle to earn love. You had to struggle to earn money. You had to struggle. And take a moment and forgive. Forgive all those who made you feel powerless. If you were the one who abused your power, 
ask forgiveness of those people with whom you abused your power. And then, in your imagination, just kneel down and ask that all of this old stuff from the past be cleared off of you. Just ask that you be cleansed totally from the past, from any ramifications from this old lifetime. And then finally, in that lifetime, because of that lifetime, you created a, a, a transparent egg surrounding your field. So just take a moment, locate that transparent egg that's keeping you from stepping out and getting what you want and having it all, and just dissolve it. You created it in another time, you can dissolve it now. Good job, and we get blessings for doing this work. The first blessing is renewed faith in yourself. The second blessing is a centeredness and calmness that enables you to see and accomplish your purpose. And the final blessing is release from overwhelm. And it's gratitude that owns every clearing. So just take a moment and give thanks. Give thanks to Mother, Father, God, to your angels, teachers, guides, to the being that you saw in the meditation. Thank them all. And we thank you for letting us be a part of your life and supporting you on your journey as well. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of what we do. This is exciting stuff that we are, you know, loving to share with all of you. And uh, so your show on the 7th, it's healthylife.net. It's 855... 800-555... (laughs) Five, four, five, three. You were going in the right direction. I was going in the right directions. I knew there were a lot of fives in there. (laughs) (laughs) It's a show about freedom. (laughs) There you go. Um, It will be at 4 p.m. We will do readings and clearings. So we'll do free readings for people and clearings. If you, you know, I get a message, Gene will then help you clear anything that's kind of blocking you from receiving, you know, the gifts that you're wanting. So that's kind of a fun thing to do. Um, You have your, your show is every, like on Healthy Life Net, it's every Every Thursday uh, Thursday at 4 p.m. Now you had Dee Wallace last. How was Uh that? Oh, that was great. Yeah. Um, We got a lot of, of great information from the channel about class or the lack thereof. Interesting. And yeah, it was really interesting because the channel defined class as um, a person who has class is a person who knows their truth, stands in it, and you know stays in their power. Hmm. And so, the a lot of the reason why we're seeing so much evidence of no class or low class um, these days in the media and you know in in our government and you know. everywhere is because there are a lot of people who don't really know their truth. And so what ends up happening is they take an aggressive or an offensive stance to protect a truth that they're not really clear on. Hmm. And uh, that, that made a lot of sense to me. I was really able to wrap my hands. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. 
Well, hmm. and do you have any other shows coming up that uh, you want to mention? Well, the one this week um, uh, is uh, I'm going to be interviewing a woman who had um, an enlightenment experience as part of a past life regression. Um, And she got a lot of clarity about a lifetime or lifetimes that she had in Atlantis. Mm. And so we're going to be talking about Atlantis this week from the perspective of information received in past life regression. Of course, I found a lot of information um, about myself, some from past life regression and some from my own work interspeak about Atlanta. So it should be kind of enlightening. Cool. And do we have any further information about the book and the... We are waiting on the printer to tell us when the printing will be complete and then the book will be released, but it'll be sometime in the next three to four weeks. Um, And as soon as I have a date on that for sure... I'll let you know so that you can get that out to your peeps and okay. I'll be getting it out to my peeps and we will then launch the, the new realities of creation, uh, the third telesummit. And this time it's going to have all brand new information from our nine speakers and brand new free gifts. Uh, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be powerful. And, you know, we're not really trying to sell anything except our book. And, you know, that's fair enough, right? (laughs) Um, And we'll be giving you a lot of good info. Right. Cool. All right. Well, you have been listening to News of the Heart. We've been getting to the heart of what matters. And uh, we'll, we'll be back with Jean next month. So talk to you then. Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next News from the Heart show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org. 